Hey Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films and we have a message for you. This, this is Mad Shelley Films and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. Welcome to another exciting, anticipated, prescribed, subscribed episode of Inspirado Projecto Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I know there are people out there listening. It shows, it shows me on the analytics that people are listening. So I'll just say this right off the bat in case some of you just don't wait until the end. If you want to contribute to this podcast, email me. Email me your audio. Email me your audio. It could be the sounds of your cats eating food. It could be the sound of your child speaking gibberish. It could be the sound of the ducks quacking. It could be spoken word. It could be your dreams, your synchronicities. It could be any and all those things. The people outside, the landscapists working outside your window and maybe you decide to have a conversation with them. Email me that audio. I would say about three minutes is good. Three minutes is good. Three or four minutes. But you, you don't have to be limited to that. I'm just kind of giving you, you know, I, it could be 30 seconds if you want. So email me, inspiradoprojecto at gmail.com, inspiradoprojecto, just like the title of the podcast, at gmail.com. Send it to me and guess what? I'll put it on the podcast for you. I want to share your madness. On Anchor, if you're on Anchor, what's so cool is you can actually send messages, voice messages, uh, uh, in which case you will hear some, undoubtedly, probably from Man Behind the Machine or Maria Humphreys. Uh, There's so many options. You never know. You never know. So send me your audio. Oh, also, I have a phone number, hotline. You can call 561-203-9179 or call the number. It's a voicemail, so don't feel pressure to have to talk to anyone. Just leave something on there. And I'll I'll put it up on here. I'll put it up on the podcast. Nick Nolte has called in before. He's on a, on a past podcast. Actually, I might put him on here again just so you can hear him. So actually, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it on right after this. All right, just to give you an example. Mm. This is Nick Nolte again. Mm. Sorry, I just swallowed a maraschino cherry pit. Mm. Mm. Okay, listen, um, 72 hours, right? You had 48 hours. Eddie Murphy, Nick Nolte, the great Nick Nolte, and Eddie, Eddie was okay. <clears throat> then you had another 48 hours, so we got it done. But now, the, the next one, I, I don't know, 72 hours. Why not? What, what can you not do in 72 hours? We find the bad guys. We put them in jail. We have a good time. We have some laughs. 96 hours. We're going to need 90, 96 hours. That'll, that, that'll work. Uh, I got to call Walter Hill. Thank you, Inspirado Projecto. So that was cool, wasn't it? Uh, I want to say a couple of things. First of all, thank you, Nick Nolte, for calling in. Second of all, uh, at the top of the podcast, we heard we heard uh, Mad Shelley Pictures, Mad Shelley Productions. With Richard Wilson there in the gang, and uh, he makes an awesome series called Under the Flowers, and actually, it's gonna it's turning into a graphic novel. Uh, I first met Richard and the gang at Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival, which is the film festival that I co-organize each year. Except this year, we're not having it. This year, we're having it at the top of of 2021. However, we are accepting submissions right now, which is great. It gives us a year to gather up everything, organize everything. It, it takes a lot to put on a film festival, trust me. And it's like a wedding. It's a wedding of sorts. There, there, there are tons of little moving parts. It's a, it's a marriage of filmmakers and 
the silver screen, if you want to think of it that way. We've had some interesting people come out there. Virginia Madsen. I saw Ted Ramey. I met a nice fella who works with William Shatner. He's part of the Shatner universe. Now, in this episode, it's going to conclude, well, actually, a conclusion of my Blythe Baines interview. She's been on uh, the radio show uh, on K Chung. I got a K. I got a, a version of Inspirator Projector that shows up on sixteen thirty AM K Chung in Chinatown, Los Angeles. That is that happens on the first and third Monday of every month from one o'clock until two o'clock PM Pacific Standard Time. So if you ever want to check that out, the very next one is on the seventeenth. That's on the seventeenth. Now, in addition to that, what's fun is that on the twentieth. Uh, I am playing. I'll be playing at the Harvard Yard Bar. So any of you who are out here in Los Angeles, I would love to see you. I'd love to meet you. I'm going to play some of my own original songs on the acoustic guitar, possibly the ukulele. That's going to be on the 20th. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So I'll be giving you more and more details about that as it evolves. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I've met some wonderful people on uh on Anchor here, this is the platform that I use to record stuff, and you'll hear my little uh, promo for it later on. This is the, this is the uh, what do you call it, platform? Yeah, the service that I use to get it out there. It distributes out there. Maybe you're listening to this on Spotify. Uh, I don't know. Tons of places you can hear it. It's out there. It's out there. So these wonderful people that I've met on here, on an anchor, there's something called the LA Podcast Explosion, and I interviewed some of those folks. Those folks were really, really cool. Which, by the way, Kapow, if you go to kapowiff.com, kapowiff.com, by the way, you can rewind and fast forward this, this podcast. So if you miss something, you can rewind it. Go to Kapow, like the Batman 1966 show, Kapow, kapowiff.com, go on there. And if you're a podcaster, you can submit your podcasts on there. Submit your podcasts on there. We'll, 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 uh, we'll consider them and maybe you'll win an award. So I've met some wonderful podcasters on Anchor here and they've followed me back uh, over there on Instagram. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, if you're listening to this, it's called Inspirato Projecto, all one word. And that is on, that's on Instagram. So... If you follow me on there, say say something about it. Say, hey, I heard your podcast. These folks have been telling me that. And it, it, it's a really cool, it's a really cool thing. I get to collaborate with you guys. I my the main mission here is to collaborate with you guys. This is a variety show, and you're included. You're you're totally this is like an open mic variety show. And you are invited to contribute your your madness. Oh, this is the other thing. So I made a short film called Bus Intentions. And that was titled actually by my uh, brother from, from Yachtly Crew, Paulie Shores. He's the one who titled that. And uh, I thought that was a really cool title. So I stuck with it. And that's that's the title of this thing. It's up on Instagram now. IGTV as they call it. So if you go to It's Proud Projecto on Instagram, and then you click on IGTV. There you go. You got it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Spencer McCall, I also had an interview with him. This is, the, I think, the second to last part with him, Spencer McCall. That is also going to be on this episode. So Blythe Baines, Spencer McCall, and who knows what else. Maybe I'll uh, play a little riff for you. Maybe... You know, who knows? Who really knows? Hmm. You know what? <clears throat> you know what I'm going to do? <clears throat> Actually, I feel inspired. I'm going to sing you a song. I'm going to do a song here. This is a song that my buddy Lawrence August wrote. And uh, it's called Use Me Darling. All right? Use Me Darling. Skylight. Now close your big brown eyes. 
I'm your happiest birthday I am your sweet surprise Pound me into powder Snort me up, 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 up Work me into water Fill up with the love from my cup Use me, darling, for the hard things I'm the tool and you're the school Use me, darling, this is our thing We're the gold within the rule Move me under it glows my tide inside I'm your perfect surf wave Come take me for a ride Mold me into motion Stretch me out, 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 out Open up my ocean Swim within my mouth Use me, darling, for the hard things I'm the tool and you're the school Use me, darling, this is our thing We're the gold within the So I'll be singing that song at the Harvard Yard Bar, February 20th. That was written by Lawrence August, my, my songwriting buddy. Thanks for listening. Now, on to a piece of my interview with genius Spencer McCall. If you get a chance, please check out his movie, The Institute. Phenomenal mind bender. This conversation you're about to hear will focus on that as well as another feature film he did called In Bright Axiom. So check it out, folks. But that was kind of a, the, the dark side, I guess, of becoming like really creatively obsessed with something is everything else in your life becomes second. And... So earlier when I was saying that like sometimes uh, those like creative bursts of energy, uh, they just, they happen and then you just sit down and you write a book in three weeks or whatever. Because you don't know when that blast of, of, of inspiration is going to get you again, you know? It's and they sometimes don't, it just doesn't know. come that often to me, really. It comes maybe once a year. Um, but you got to follow through with it. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And so that was the case with the Institute is like, uh, from starting to shoot and the interviews and, and do all the footage and stuff and edit it together, it was probably, let's see, I started in December and in March I had a cut of like a hundred minute cut. And conversely though, with the latitude, I started shooting it in like 2013. I finished it this year. Wait, okay, so let me think, let me think. So the Latitude Society, so how how close was, th was that by the same makers of Shishun uh -huh. Institute? Mm -hmm. So how close was the beginnings of the Latitude Society in relation to, um, how does that overlap as to you editing Institute? Um, that, great question. Uh, they were off, kind of like Jeff Hull was kind of off like, starting to ruminate on what the latitude would be while I was like editing and working on my thing. And so Jejun closed um, in 2011. Uh, I started in the very end of 2011 working on it. I was married in August. So it was like a couple months later then I started working on it. I was done in March. Then we kind of went, The everything became about the Institute even for Jeff because it started getting into like you know, Mill Valley and like slam dance and stuff like that. And, um, 
and I'm just trying to think about the exact dates, but it was probably, they were working on it while I was like really working on the Institute and then going out to like festivals and then doing like talks and, and kind of like, you know, sending out screeners and doing like a lot of the printing out posters and like doing like a lot of the legwork. It, it's like the amount of work that came after the film was done way super. That's a great thing that a lot of times people were not taught that aspect of it. It's no. like, oh gosh, what a big hill. I got to make this film. But then there's that all those other interesting things that come along after that that are just not taught. Like, okay, now are you going to get distribution? Where are you going to get distribution? How are you going to do that? Are you going to go to film festivals? Blah, 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 blah. How are you going to have money to send uh, to submit to all these festivals? You know, I mean, I'm someone, someone uh, met through Kapow, they said they submitted to like 90 festivals. That's pretty expensive. It's that's like hecka expensive. Holy moly. I mean, even if that's only a dollar a festival, it's <laughs> like a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, that's like. Yeah, you got to pick and choose uh, pretty carefully and yeah. when you're submitting stuff just to understand, I think, would this festival even share the sensibilities that, you know. Um, so, with by going to festivals, was there that. You know, because a lot of times there's that idea of go, going to the festivals. There's a hope that maybe there's going to be d distributors or, or, you know, those people there sitting in the audience to see what's going on. And then call you up and go, hey, we want to distribute your... I think those festivals, there's like five to ten on the whole planet Earth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we were lucky to get into two of them. We got into Mill Valley and Slamdance. Uh, after Slamdance, then we got... I mean, we had, we took a lot of meetings in Park City and it was like exciting, but it, it also kind of felt like I was going on like an amusement park ride of like what it means to like be successful. Like oh. it didn't seem real. It was just like, oh yeah, so let's go. Like we want to set up a meeting or like, what was it, Miramax at the time, you know, uh, glad, glad they didn't go with us, I guess. But, um, uh, you know, it took a lot of meetings and then ultimately went with um, just a VOD group called uh, Gravitas Ventures. Mm. <laughs> who are actually in El Segundo, which is close to where I live now. But, um, uh, yeah, they were just like, we'll get it on iTunes and stuff. And we're like, cool. Uh, but then, you know, shortly after, they're like, we'll get it on Netflix. Wow. And it's like, oh, I've heard of Netflix. Wow. <laughs> you know. Um, so throughout that time that, you know, Institute was out there and, 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 and you're going to festivals and whatnot, is around that time that... The Latitude Society sort of began, right? And then you jumped into that, and then how often were you out there recording what the heck was going on? Pretty often. Yeah, pretty often. If any, if there was ever an event, uh, or then I'm like, this time I'm going to properly do a walkthrough of like the installations and stuff, because that never really happened with Shijun. Uh, it was like... I'd find people, I'd, I'd go on YouTube and be like, Shijun Institute, and somebody just like, when they did their induction, they filmed themselves, and I'd be like, can I just have your footage? And they're like, okay. Uh, there was a lot of that, just tracking down. That stuff was a little laborious, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. Now with the Shijun Institute, okay, so, so that office is a real, what, what, is it still an office? Is it something people can still visit, or...? How's the, that the office is all gone. Uh, what is it? 16th floor of 580 California. I mean, you could go there. Um, You're not going to find Jejun's <coughs> too. So those people were just apparently renting out this space for, I mean, how many years? About three, I think. And so then how much time do you think it took them to set up that room before... Three. So it took th three years to just set up that one No, room. no, 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 no. Sorry, oh, sorry. Oh, 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 uh, oh. Three years total. Um, I, to set up... I, I didn't help set up that room, so that I don't know. Because on the videos, it looks, I mean, it looks pretty, I mean, it looks very interactive. I mean, it looked, there, oh, yeah. there's stuff all over the room. I mean, it looks like a real touch office. Pads, so, like, it knew, the monitor knew when you walked into the room and when you sat in the chair and would Incredible. different, like, different actions would be triggered based on where you stood So it's really AI-oriented. I mean, this is like, <laughs> you sit in a spot, light comes up, or, uh -huh. okay, press this button. Yeah. And that's something I wish I could have like captured a little bit more in the film, but there was no footage, and by that point it was all like gone. So, 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 okay. So from, so they they go in there. Do they? Do they? They? Does the TV just turn off by itself? Does it? Does it rewind itself? Does it? it I rewind. mean, how the heck did that all happen? Um, well, that's some of the magic. Okay. Right? Yes. No. Yeah. I don't want to give away. I don't want to give away. That's some. No. Magic. But you'd, you'd walk in, and there was like just a, a default screen happening, and it was just pulsing and pulsing, and then it would start once you sat in the chair, you know, and then 
yes, due to magic, it would reset. I for love the next it. Person. I love it due to magic. Now, I also noticed. I also noticed the Esquire as a, so I didn't see any trailers or anything for that. Yeah. What's going on with the Esquire? Can you please tell anything about that? Yeah. Well, I'll send you a link and you can check it out. Um, I wish I could. There's a lot actually. This is the one part where there's a lot I can't say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's um, good. But I'll put it this way. Um, after Jejun was done, so many people were like, that wasn't a real documentary. That was all made up entirely. And mm. it's like, some things are stranger than fiction. You just can't make that up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, that wouldn't make any sense made up. Um, uh, so it's real. But then I got to thinking, I'm like, well, what is, like, the, the prank I can play on all the people who thought that this was, like, totally fake? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm like, let's do now let's do a narrative sequel to the documentary that's all fiction but let's get all the people i interviewed to become actors in it just to fuck with, fuck with i them. love it oh my god that's great and we set it up to be like the sort of like the forrest gump biography of uh octavio coleman as that's what i was thinking mm -hmm. oh good i'm so glad that it's connected this yeah, is good yeah, yeah, this yeah, is good connected. and then it leads into the latitude so it's kind of a trilogy but it's kind of the lost film right now dude this is so fun this idea of world building you're building well, worlds you're building realities well, that transcend i mean yeah like how come how come only marvel's allowed to do like or a big studio Right. allowed to do like a cinematic universe right like, why can't there be like an indie 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 um cinematic universe mm -hmm, where mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh that location was connected to where octavio coleman like he hid his lair and like all of this silly stuff um i'm i'll tell you off the record what the deal is oh, with cool, that cool, but cool. i'm not at the moment i'm not allowed to release yeah that. yeah that's understandable. I'm happy to hear that it's that it's brewing and that it's. I mean, it's done. It's a totally. Oh, oh done it's done. It's done. It's been done for like two years. Whoa. Yeah. And you just finished editing or uh, finished totally with Latitude yeah. Society, basically. So now the three parts are done, but one is this like missing puzzle piece that. Whoa. Um, yeah, I've I've kind of thought about ways around some of the legal loop. Like I've looked for a couple legal loopholes for how to release it, and basically taking like the idea of, and I haven't done this and, and I'm not going to do this lawyers but um <laughs> the uh... listen I don't have much time but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd are you do you have the cabin fever have you run out of Netflix to watch if has the thought occurred hey you know what I can make funny stuff I've been watching TikTok I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out? I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees. Uh, uh, your friend's playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Today uh, is uh, the 11th, February the 11th, 2020. Earlier today, I met a man named John who apparently... Used to work at the door for On The Rocks. Which is interesting because I've played at On The Rocks. When my buddy Jeff Cahill, fellow orphan from Blues Brothers, was working the door. So this guy John told me that... Uh, he was a huge Howard Stern fan. And... I guess there was a radio show... So there was a, let's see, I'm trying to figure out which one to tell first. So, so Howard Stern, I guess on his show, he talked about how he went out to California for the first time and he was out there. What was it? He came descending from the sky as fart man. Do you remember that? He was like a superhero and he came down on a, like he, like, like, uh, you know, like he did, like he descended from the sky wherever that was the Grammys. I don't know. Emmys. I don't know. Oscars. Who, I don't know. Some celebration, some awards celebration. So Howard Stern came out of the sky 
and you hear as he's coming down and I guess Luke Perry kiss, kissed the uh, the the uh, the rubber ass the, like the you can see this costume it just had a big ass on it and uh, <laughs> like he was wearing assless chaps or something and so imagine Howard Stern in some like crazy superhero kind of costume descending from the sky and uh, I guess he presented an award or something I don't know I'm really fogging this up here so I oh and then he and then Howard Stern was talking about how he went to a club he said he went to on the rocks and all these beautiful women there and had a great time well it's funny this John guy told me he was a huge fan of Howard Stern he heard that mentioned on the radio he said it was so funny because he was the door guy during that time and he said that uh, on certain nights of the week there were it was called Playmates Night and it was just Playboy bunnies it was all Playboy bunnies and that Heidi Fleiss chick the uh, the pimp the pimp um, the Hollywood pimp she would show up with some of her gals and John said that th- that that was the night that he was working the door that was the night that Howard Stern pulled pulled up in his car comes out and he said yeah just he was like a hype man hype you know giving all this hype hey everybody the legendary Howard Stern DJ host in New York on this station and this time and blah 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 make way make way for a legend and <laughs> Howard Stern came in that was one of the things he said that was so exciting I guess when he was on the uh, on the radio on his show he said, oh, yeah, I went out to this club, and everybody knew who I was, and they all welcomed me with open arms. Well, how interesting is that? He relayed that message of that warm welcome that he got, his first, first like, huge event, I guess, kind of like this kind of crazy thing, out in California. Uh, this guy, John, who was a huge Howard Stern fan at the time, happened to be at that club at that time when that happened. I mean, that's brilliant. All those elements had... Had to come in a line at just the right time for all that to work. That whole domino effect. It's crazy when we keep looking back on all of the things that had to come to be in order for us to exist. Imagine all the chaos, all the tragedy, all the things that one would look at and normally say, hey, that's not, you know, that's not good, you know, or um, just basically like going that's that's just not preferable and yet those crazy things had to happen in order for any single one of us to exist right now at this moment in time my brother and I were talking about this how we're talking about well first of all we went back in time we were talking about our 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 mom and dad and how what if our mom had you know married uh there's a guy named Denny that she was engaged to for a while and we sit there and we think oh my gosh well what if she had ended up being married to him what if you know our dad this dad happened to find a different woman um I said Josh yes and I said imagine this okay so let's see let's see if I could tell the story correctly so my grandma's grandma During the Chicago fire, all, all, you know, all these people went running towards Lake Michigan. They ran for cover. That was the safest, that was the safest place in Chicago, Lake Michigan. And my grandma's grandma, I think that's what it was. Uh, was one of the people who ran out there ran out to Lake Michigan and she was out there shivering she's by herself and a young boy a little boy her age I don't know how old she was she's a little 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 one little one and uh, a little shivering boy next to her basically um You know, said, oh, I'll protect you. And uh, he put his arms around her and he kind of protected her. And they ended up getting married. They ended up getting married. 
So, would they have met each other if, if that kind of crazy disaster did not strike? The Chicago fire was necessary in order for them to meet. How crazy is that? And for them to go out there at that exact same moment in time. I mean, how are you doing, man? Good to see you, man. That means we got to work together soon. Yes, I've been, I've been practicing. I'm playing uh, February 20th, actually. Okay, where at? At uh, Harvard Yard Bar. I, I've never heard of this before. I guess it's somewhere in Koreatown or something. Oh, nice. And uh, so it's been a while since I've, I don't know if I have any postcards or anything. No, I don't. Oh, here's a sticker. Here's a sticker. That's okay. the Out Rock Band. Okay, so we've we've been playing places and whatnot. But I got all my own. That's that's all like like seventies and eighties yacht rock, like like Michael McDonald and Christopher Cross and Lionel Richie, and just all that soft rock great greatness. Um, but I got my own original songs too. Okay. And it's been a while since I've since I've performed them live, and so it was great because a friend of mine. I haven't talked to him in a while. She's like, oh, yeah, my husband, he's going to have the show. Do you want to open up for him? And I said, oh, my God, yeah. Uh, yes. So <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm cobbling together the 30 minutes of, like, whatever songs I got. And, and then plus, like, new ones that my buddy and I have been working on. And so it was just, it's just, like, this another moment in time where it's, like, when Take you, it. when yeah. Well, and, and, like, imagining wanting to do a specific thing and then actually seeing that come about in your reality, it's, like, yet another example of that <laughs> kind of thing. Because then... It's just like it just keeps giving you that reassurance and just dreaming bigger and oh bigger and bigger and bigger. It's been and happening to him yeah. so much. <laughs> is this stuff that you guys have been talking about a lot? A lot. We've been talking about that, like Talk just signs and God's like in life showing us signs, like the like, synchronicities going, and all that. Yeah, you're going like the, you're going the right way, like the one one one. I see one 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 a lot. One eleven. This is so cool, you guys. This is like my preferable kinds of conversations. Like my utopian life would be. Everybody populated in the town where these kinds of conversations were commonplace. No one talked about reality TV. No one, you know, it was it was just all about how do we keep elevating each other and turning up the volume on what we already do best. And that to me would be the utopian thing where you, you don't feel strange talking about I don't know paranormal activities or um, um, you know out of body experiences or, or intuition that's like really heightened. You wouldn't you wouldn't feel hesitant in bringing that up to someone. It would just be like oh yeah oh and this happened to me oh my gosh let's compare notes. And then another person comes along. What do you guys talk about? Oh astral travel. That just happened to me last night. I've been waiting to talk like, to someone like, about like astral projection. Well, yeah, like astral yeah. projection or, you know, whether it's being abducted by aliens, you know, any of these kind of interesting right, fringe right. theories. Because, like, what, what I notice is that the more that I appreciate the synchronicities, the more they keep happening. Mm -hmm. And then the more I keep coming across people who it's been happening to them. Right. So wow. you, you're in the flow. It's, it's called being yeah. in the flow. Yes. And I think you're in the flow right now. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And the, uh, the hardest part, I feel like sometimes to stay in the flow because we're so easily distracted with things that can like, or people come across like, oh man, that's not true because it's not happening to them. They're not getting that experience. Right. So it's just staying in the flow. And when you're in the flow, collect as much information as you can. Yeah. I kind of, it, it reminds me when I was a kid, we had these fundraisers that if you sold enough like cookies outside or something like that, then you get to stand in this little money machine and they put like a lot of dollar bills in there and it, it blows the money around everywhere. You know Dude, what I'm saying? Dude, it's awesome you just said that because my brother just showed me video of my little... Um, um, nephew in one of those money machines oh, at like wow. a Chuck E. Cheese, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd only seen that like on game shows. Yeah. And so here's the little kid; he's like trying to hold open his shirt. And, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so it's so funny. You brought, of course, you brought up that example. Because we in so the flow. Yeah. And and yeah. it's so beautiful because it's like the more that I find myself having these kind of conversations with people, it keeps jump starting it more and more and more and more. Now I tell you right bringing, now, it keeps like bringing it in and sucking it in towards yeah. you. Yeah. And it's so cool because now, especially since we had this conversation. When we part our ways, it's going to happen even more to me, and it's going to happen even more to you. Mm -hmm. And the next time we see each other, we're going to go, oh, my gosh. Of course, just like we were talking about, some crazy thing happened, some synchronistic event. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I just synchronistic event. Let's bring it together. And chances are it, it will be it something that overlaps. You'll see us what happened? on the 20th. What happened we, this morning? We went, we went hiking, and we bumped into this couple who were completely the same. They, they had just kick-started their relationship kind of like the same role that they were going and um and they were also like they appreciate god and like we we just prayed and they're sort of like parallel like, versions of yourself yeah. exactly yeah so you got to meet like your doppelgangers it was almost right. like you, you you were like face to face with yeah. this parallel version of yourself. we call that gang gang well, <laughs> that's great yeah. oh that's cool yeah but yeah that, it was fun man it's been happening all day i, I feel like it's happening now like you know the hard part about this is like tapping into like when it happens in the moment, because a lot of times we don't think about till we backtrack in our mind, like, oh wow, it happened to me this morning. Yeah. I thought about it. Mm -hmm, you know what mm -hmm, I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like, it's happening now because I've saw you three times in the last couple of weeks. 
you know what I'm saying? And yeah, why did I come here? And it was so funny, because I, I was like, damn it, I'm out of trash bags. I really don't want to leave the apartment. I just don't really don't want to leave the apartment. I'm like, but you know what? Something awesome is going to happen. There's something that's going to happen. And because I had that, that open receptiveness, you know? Yeah. All of a sudden, there it was, you know? And of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when stuff like this happens, it's so funny because, like, my, like, whenever that stuff would happen among my friends, I go, it only makes sense. Of course it's happening, you know? So it's like, it's just amazing. Look what we've jump-started. What, what kind of crazy, what other interesting uh, ones have you come across lately? I think us what coming across each other is really, like, the whole thing. Like, oh, you, my God, us The funny thing too. about this is, like, bef- like, maybe three or four days before I met her, I was watching this um, thing on Tony Robbins. I was coming. I just came out of getting played by a girl, and that really tried to like insult my character in a way. And so you know how girls out here in LA is, like. And so, uh, I, I, Tony Robbins had gave this speech. He was like, "You probably don't know." He was telling the crowd about himself. He was like, "You know, I dated around the business of that." But he was like, "Before I met my wife, he was like, I didn't know what I wanted." So. He's like, I got to get real with myself. Like, what do you want, Tony? He was like, and so I had to sit down, go to my quiet place and be still. And I just wrote down all the qualities and characteristics I want my woman to have. And he was like, and then I tested the market. I went out and I met people and this like that. And true enough, I ran into my wife who had 95, 96% of those qualities I wrote down. And literally, it happened with me, with her. I, I tried. I was like, let me just try. Tony Robbins said it. You know? Yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah. And three, four days later... Like writing out a recipe, like casting a spell of some right. sort. Exactly. You're like, okay, here it is. We're going to speak it to being. The this man, is really the cool. Law of, the law of attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, so I wrote it down and stuff and didn't think nothing of it. And then three, four days later, man, she hits me up, you know, via social media. And, uh, and This then is great. We talked on the phone for like a cool week, you know, and then we FaceTime. We graduated from text messaging to FaceTime. And we did that for like three, four days. And then we finally decided to meet up, and we haven't been separate since. That is so cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. That is really cool to hear. Yeah. It's cool, especially since you two are both into this kind of thing. It's just going to amplify it more and more and more, especially since you're both receptive to it and excited about sharing it with each other. Oh, my God. It's just going to keep. What makes it unique is that I feel like, too, Curtis, like, I don't know if you do this already or not, but I think when you write down whatever you want to happen, like, you know, let's say it, you're like, okay, I'm going to write down things I want to happen on February 20th at this show. I want a guy with pink hair to come up and tell me I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And then when it happens, you know, just before you get ready to pack up, a guy comes up with pink hair and like, Kurt, you are awesome. And you'd be like, it'll blow your mind. Mm-hmm. So, like, the reason why I tell you that is because sometimes when we write down what we want, we make it too generic. And then we yeah. meet somebody that's close to it. And then we like, oh, you must be what I wrote down. Like, be very specific. And the specific things that I wanted was, the, the more specific thing that I wrote down was I want them to be from the military. My woman, because I'm I'm eight years veteran, like so I'm I'm from the military. So I was like, I want to meet a woman who's in the military, but I'm so far removed from the military. It was like something that I didn't think could possibly happen. It, it was like, you know, I want to have this specific thing that I don't even know exists, but I'm gonna put it down anyway because that's what I truly want, right? And then she did five years in the Marines, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, you know, and, and I feel like when you write down what you want. And you put it out into the universe, it yep. comes back to you stronger than what you put it out there as. Because I yeah. always think I would have been cool mm-hmm. with somebody that was in the Coast Guard or the Air Force, you know, not super hardcore in the Marines, which is the top of the top for me, which is which is what I love, like you know. And uh, and then she's creative, you know, and a bunch of other things I could just name all night. But they, but the, what I'm trying to my point I'm trying to make is like I was very specific, you know, because I wanted to, I don't want to just put someone on. I wanted to be tailored. Mm. You know oh, that's good. You know, because that, you know, it's like, how can you expect the cook in the kitchen to cook exactly what you want, your special herbs and spices, or what you're allergic to or not allergic to, if you're not going to let them know? You know, how can we yell at the cook for, right. for making something that we just kind of give them, oh, just give me something to eat, and they bring right. it back, and you're or like, you're you allergic to fish. There's people too generic with yeah. how they walk and how they live their life. So I feel like you get if you be a little more specific, it'll freak you out when it manifests in your in your, And I like to be freaked out, because a lot of stuff oh, yeah. I don't really believe. And so that's why I have to get freaked out. Like, and so like when I put it out there, and it's it's the same thing with you. Like, you know, I have like four or five guitars at home since we I lived next door to you uh, way back. And uh, I was like, man, I really want to meet somebody that lives within my vicinity that plays a guitar that I can, you know. That's awesome. And then, that's awesome. And then I heard you play through the wall, 
Oh, okay, right? cool. You know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> That's I awesome. plant little seeds. And then it's like, then I, now I see you everywhere. And it's like when you think of like a, your dream car, like, man, you know what? I really want a Tesla. And then you start seeing Teslas everywhere. They were already around. It's just that they were waiting to be revealed to you once you open up for it to reveal itself. Yeah, you're tuning into the station that was already playing, you know? Um, if you're on this side of the dial, you're not going to hear what, what kind of music's over here. Right. You know, you got to go align yourself with it. And yeah. it's so awesome, like, the more that I keep meeting people who are tuned into this, because that just tells me that as a result of it, that's if that's what's being generated within this core, that means that this attitude is what's blasting out through the path, through any path that we're going through. And then that is affecting in those domino shapes. Ripple effects. Yeah. yeah, and then we're waking those people up to these great aspects of themselves and then then they go oh wow, i haven't thought about that well then all of a sudden they start having more and more of those things and then they start talking about it you know so it's so amazing how that that stuff can happen we're actually uh thinking of starting a podcast soon about this type stuff you absolutely ought to we want to make it creative as well so like well i gotta tell you guys I was in here. You were actually podcasting right now. I can delete any of this stuff right now if you want me to. But I've been podcasting to myself. I got a podcast. So I, I, it's always about the ideas. It's For my mission, It's I love interviewing people about the creative process, about synchronicities, about these exact same things that we're talking about. And just before this, before you came up, I was talking about the whole history of like, you know, sometimes terrible things ha- have were necessary to happen in the past in order for us to actually exist right now at this moment in time. And I was just actually talking on the podcast about, I was about to get to the second great incident within my family that had had this terrible event not happened, I, you know, my grandma would not have been born or my mom or dad would not have been born, you know, so I was, I was just talking about this kind of thing. And now here we are actually exemplifying that symbolic representation <laughs> of this exact right. same kind of thing. Right. I had to decide, I had, I, I had to use a trash, if I did not use that trash bag, if I did not take out the trash, it would still be in the, in the trash can and I would not have had been inspired to come out here and get a trash bag. We came here, <laughs> we, had, we came here for dog food. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, crazy right. is that? Like, and if we you, weren't gonna come because we were gonna drive back to Santa Ana and wow. then we oh my changed God, our guys. <laughs> And how neat is that? Yeah. So the fact that you want to do a podcast and I could totally help you out with it because it's so easy and simple. This is just an app called Anchor. I am so grateful for it. I've been doing this for about three years. So it's all an archive for my future self so he can hear it someday. I, ideally also for my future, past, future, present lives, you know? Yeah, yeah. Also for them to Children find Children and everything is going to come from you. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. so they, you know, so like, how cool would that be is if like in a, in a future past, in a future life, you're able to actually come across the information that this life had put out for that one to find. So there's that aspect about yeah. it, but then there's also the aspect about it. As as I get older, I want to be able to know the people that I talked to throughout my life and the ideas that I had. And plus, this is a way to document it. It's it's my way of having a journal or a diary, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the same time, I interview tons of people on the bus, on the I mean, on the subway. It's so cool on the street corners. I've made some really good friends that way, just going, hey, can I podcast you? I just have a vibe right now. I have a, and then I just start digging and finding out what, what their passions are. So, and the name of this is Inspirato Projecto. So it's the idea of like whatever's inspiring me, I'm projecting it right back out there. And it's like, it's a, it's a precipitative a kind of thing. Yeah. So it's, of course you're telling me that you want to do a podcast of that nature, of talking about these things. I could totally, it's Anchor, it's an app. I'm talking right on my phone right now. Usually I have a, a little microphone. Actually, this is the microphone. I kind of made like a little my own little version of a microphone um, out of a few different products. Um, this is this is actually a microphone for DJI Osmo, which is like a stabilizer for if you want to shoot with your iPhone. Right. And I used to use that, but the, you know, then I got the, this different iPhone, so I can't use that anymore. So I had to like put together this little... The adapter. <laughs> yeah, I kind of made like a little adapter. And then it goes right in there. And it's crispy, crispy audio. But um, but they make all kinds of microphones like that. You just attach it on there, and you, you'd be surprised like how crispy this stuff comes out. But yeah, dude, it's easy. I mean, especially if this is stuff you're talking about already. Oh, why not? Why not? You yeah, know, I'm inspired. Anchor, you said. Anchor, Anchor.fm, and I'll and I'll forward it to you because it's okay. like I, I can't say enough good stuff about this app because it distributes out to like 13 different places: Spotify, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts iHeart, plus I did lots of investigations and found about 30, 
four other distribution sites that I linked in with my RSS feed. So every time I put out a podcast, it goes, bah, 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 bah. I got, I got people listening to me in France and in Jamaica and all these different places. <laughs> like it blows my mind to think that someone out in Jamaica somewhere somehow found my podcast. What was it that led them to this? I mean, cause they're also interested. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. It's like bah, 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 something, just the intuition, right? Must've just like led them there. But I just love the fact that this was caught. This is one of the most exciting things to me is actually catching the synchronicities in action as they're happening. Because then it just keeps, I mean, because this vibe is now stamped and contained yeah. in this. And it's, or, it's all organic. Yeah. It yeah. was, you know, it was, oh, hey. And then boom. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so exciting to me. It yeah. is so exciting to me. And yeah, can you, when you did get done with it, can you send it to me? I want to listen oh, to it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. It's going to have two other interviews that I did That's with fine. two other people on there. Because yeah. what I like, to, you could do segments. Okay. So right now, this is a 22-minute segment. I started when I started walking here. Um, but I have two other interviews. that, Like, you can drop your music in there. You can, you can, you know, whatever the heck. Like a disc jockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then plus, it, you, it has, like, built-in music in there. Like, little, like, five-second beats and whatnot. You just throw in between there as a nice little bridge between one segment and another two. Plus, you can put music behind it, too, just within the app. So you can you just yeah. add back all kinds of different background music. Oh. So it's so much fun. I can't say enough great stuff. You oh, can man. you could collaborate with other podcasters. So let's say if you get the app, I could we could actually call each other. If I call you, then it gets saved on my podcast. If you call me through the app, it gets saved on your podcast. Ooh, then I could leave messages for you. I could yeah. actually I could actually there's another thing where you can actually go onto someone's podcast and you go leave a message and you you can leave up to a minute message and then they can include it in their podcast if they want. So it's just amazing. It's a really <laughs> good neat. way for Yeah, it's so cool. And I'm sure with all of your experiences, and imagine just like being able to like document that in that moment in time. You might do an episode tonight, man. <laughs> yeah. Inspired. Oh my gosh. And that's the fun thing, like when it's when it's really stemming out of something that like you feel that just needs to be said, rather than you know a lot of the people out there are like I want to start a podcast. What should it be about? And I'm thinking, well, that's probably the backwards way of looking at it. Like, what are you what are you already passionate about? What's something that you could Someone could give you a subject to talk about, and you could talk forever about it. I don't care if it's cats. I don't care if it's cat food or paper. You know, what is that thing? That's your podcast. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's your podcast. Just what are you already passionate about? And then it's it's interesting. And if you don't do it as a way of like, oh, I, I, I hope, you know, if I don't have hundreds of listeners, oh, I'm going to feel so sad. If it's just something that you just feel that you just need to, it's like, whoa, okay, I'm getting a blip on the antenna here. This is something I got to put down on the podcast. Bam. And it's just that. Oof, it is far more genuine and authentic anyway. You just gave me an idea. Okay, cool. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, Anchor. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and I'm excited to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm so happy you guys yeah. happen to be here. This is just so cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it is cool, You man. guys, this is just Maybe so awesome. Maybe we can awesome make some music yeah. and put it on oh my the God. back of your podcast. Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Plus, I have a, uh, I have a radio show on um, the first on and Instagram. third. So, yeah. I already have guess for this next one but if I'm around at the top of the because uh, sometimes I'm out of town for, for for a show or something whatever the first month you know the first one of the next month is you, you guys can come into the oh no top of April April 1st oh March yeah or, or, uh, so it'll be April oh March day. March mm-hmm. it's not yet well you said you got but, somebody for this next one right oh this next one the 17th so someone's already on the 17th oh okay yeah so see, March that'll 1st. be my third yeah so March 1st I'll have you guys in the studio and we can, we'll play it. your music we'll you know, all, who knows up. what kind of yeah. crazy cosmic stuff is going to yeah. happen? And that's the cool thing too, because like live on the air, while because it streams live, while these while it streams live on the air, there've also been tons of synchronicities that happen between the guests, and then that is cool because that's happening live, like while people are listening to it, and they're going, "Whoa, whoa, wait, I'm listening to this right now." Oh man, it's. Oh. Yeah, and we'll be at your show on the twentieth. Thank you, thank yeah, you. I'll tomorrow. let you know more about it too, and. Okay. Yeah, send me the details. Yeah, that's yeah. cool, you guys. All right. All right, I should go get my Thank stuff. Thank you. We should <laughs> yeah. get so good you guys. You. And have a good rest of your day, Carl. Thanks, you too. Astounding. How cool is that? We were able to capture that live and in stereo. More later. Inspirato Projecto. Hello, this is Man. Have you checked out some of the games online now? The Sim games? Just type in Sims in the store and you'll see it.
Sim City, Sim People. Then there's like clones of Sims. All kind of different Sims. How to do surgery. Sim for surgery. In case you need to operate on yourself. Ha ha ha. What other things? Uh, Sim Life. Sim Hygiene. Sim Data. Sim Neighborhood. Sim Climate Change. Sim. I was wondering which Sim did you install last and which operating system? Voicemails 313-MAN-0231. Thank you, man, Biohim the Machine. I have not played any recent Sims. I think the last time I played it was on a PlayStation, and <clears throat> I just did not go through, through with finishing it. Uh, I think that's awesome that they have one where you can learn how to do surgery. Just imagine that. All kinds of stuff you can learn these days on the Internet or in video games. I mean, like a simulator... Speaking of simulator, you know, you've brought up this before where, you know, are we all living in a simulation? Well, I, I think after, you know, you go back and you listen to this episode, uh, you'll hear the previous segment where I ran into these people into the, in the grocery store. I've been bumping into this guy, Rue. He lives in my apartment complex and I hardly ever see anybody else in this apartment complex, but I keep bumping into him. In various locations, turns out he plays. He has has some guitars, and he does some beats, and he wants me to come over and make some music. And I'm thinking, holy moly, this could possibly be a way to, you know, who knows, broaden my horizons in terms of my my musical genres, and and especially if if he and his girlfriend are uh, into this same type of stuff that I absolutely love. Whoa, we could infuse, we could infuse that music. Speaking of which. What we have coming up next is the Blythe Baines interview, the conclusion of the Blythe Baines interview. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This took place at uh, Bob's... Was it? Yeah, Bob's. Um, restaurant, Bob's Big Boy. <clears throat> David Lynch used to go there and drink chocolate milkshakes at 2.30 every day. Coffee, nonstop coffee and milkshakes, and he'd, he'd go there and he'd write be so awesome if he still does that so uh without further ado here goes blythe baines the last little giblet and uh thank you everybody for listening take care and may you have fun living in your simulator by the way blythe baines as well is going to be sharing her synchronicities and whatnot in this upcoming giblet so take care That's why I think it's so important when you, you know, when you interact with the people and you can meet them face to face and you can, you know, they get to see the person behind the music. Yeah, no, exactly. That's why it's so important. Thank you so much. I mean, this is so kick-ass. We're able to meet Uh, up and we're able to hear this whole (laughs) awesome aspect of your life. Thank you. So when people hear your music, now they see like, whoa, (laughs) there's this whole vault of spirituality that's in there yeah I I feel like you know I have a lot to say and I I think sometimes you know a lot of the questions that I get asked are like the same things over and over Mm. again um but you know I think the more you talk about that like high level stuff the more opportunity comes into your life to talk about the high level stuff and so you know I think it's just so beautiful that we're here today talking about it because you know, coming at things from this perspective, again, it, it sets a vibrational set point that's just at that next level, and it's just a beautiful thing. It's excited to be talked about, and it, it loves showing off its skills. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it loves showing off yeah. its skills. It's like a little kid who's like, you know, doing the cartwheels or whatever, and you go, good job, oh my god, that's great. <laughs> well, you like that? Wait till you see this. And they start doing, you know, tumbles or something. You go, holy cow, I didn't even know you knew that. That's great, that's great. And it just it just keeps wanting to show you more. You know, yeah. Oh, you like that skill? And Let me show you when this. when you yeah. respect it, it respects you. Yeah. It really is like a mirror. And, you know, when you give it what it deserves in terms of, like, admiration, it gives you that support. And it, like, you know, your relationship with, you know, 
the mirror, the construct, God, like, again, whatever you want to call it, your relationship with that um, is, you know, is your relationship with yourself also, and it's the most important relationship you will ever have. It is. <laughs> I mean, how crazy is that? We're the only person that we we are required to hang out with all day Forever, long, every yeah. single millimoment of the day. We are the only person yeah. required. For so might as well be a good live. time for you. Might as well like yourself. Yeah, yeah. you might as well. Because you're stuck. Yeah. You're stuck with yourself. Yeah. You might as well laugh at your own jokes. You might yeah. as well get a kick out of your, the, you know, your imagination. And that's the interesting thing. It's like, you know, I think when, when folks are stuck in like a nine to five job and they have, you know, like a boss that's just this tyrannical overlord and they're going, man, you know, if I was the boss, I would do it much different. Well, that's the funny thing. We are the boss of our yeah. own destiny. So it's like, if... If we were the author of our destiny, which we are, would we prefer to have an author who allows for beautiful circumstances to appear in our lives, who grants us our wishes, who grants us, you know, who enables us to carve our destiny with full abundance? Or would we prefer that author to have limitations on us? We'd probably yeah. say, oh, I want that first one. Well, the good news is you're that author, so go ahead and start writing in <laughs> an extraordinary story for yourself. Yep. No, it's... I'm in awe every single day of uh, just everything that happens because it all, again, it's like the breadcrumbs and you're following them and you're like, wow, I wonder where this is going and it's, you know, it's like watching the coolest movie in the world that you're yeah. involved in. Yeah. <laughs> and especially when you're taking notes along it, you know, and you're, you're, you're sort of, in a sense, documenting your life like that. It gives your future self a whole lot of stuff to look at, yeah. you know, in the future. That's one of the reasons why I like doing the podcast, because I realized my future self will be able to, to listen back on his younger self's philosophies and ideas and the extraordinary people that he's met along the way, and how all those conversations then manifest themselves in the future. Yeah. And, and some extraordinary thing happens in the future, and I go... Whoa, this reminds me of that podcast that we just had a month ago where we talked about this specific thing or the podcast that I just put out a few days ago where we talked about this specific thing and then bam, yeah. now it's all of a sudden happening and it's all thanks to that conversation where we conjured it up and now here it is happening. It's amazing. I love when you can do that. Isn't that yeah. great? And then you share these moments with other people who do the same thing and then it it's just keeps just going and going. It's a celebration of source of God. And I'm just, yeah, it's, it's so cool. Like, we're so lucky to be alive. Yeah. We really are. <laughs> Have you ever recorded out in nature? You ever just no. recorded out in the woods or anything? No, no, I want to do that. That sounds fun. Sounds like a cool thing to do, especially, like, you know, if it was some, I don't know, like, acoustic. Yeah, just, like, acoustic thing out in nature. I feel like that would sound beautiful on, like, a voice memo, and then I could, like, maybe post it. There was, well, there was like a, uh, I forgot who the artist was, but there was a woman who, uh, she was going out in nature and she would record like, you know, the sound of like sticks rubbing against uh -huh. each other or the sound of like, you know, leaves or whatnot and use all those little things as percussion and then she would build the song around. Oh, that's, my friend Michael does that, the Steve Zahn one. Oh. Yeah, he does that. Um, like if he hears like coyotes or whatever, he'll like record it. Just all this like random stuff he has recorded, and he'll like put it into his songs. Whoa! Yeah. So you could truly make an entire album with nature, out in nature. That'd that be would be crazy. Pretty cool. Like the vibration of that would be insane. Whoa. I gotta like up in the redwood forest or something. That. Like imagine that just over a weekend. So you got a cabin that's close to the redwood forest. Have you been in the redwood forest? Uh huh. God, as you know, that buzz is just, there's a yeah. magic there. Imagine recording in there and having that vibe and that wow. spirit right there put into it. Wow, that would be insane. Whoa. Yeah, no, we have um, some, you know, nature sounds. And I, I think that they were probably captured, like, really, and they're not, like, just completely, like, software sounds or whatever. We have some of these nature sounds in, definitely in Devout. Um, I think they're like crickets, like that oh. that type of stuff in Devout. Um, but yeah, I think definitely I want to uh, incorporate more of that. And we have some of that uh, upcoming on the EP, so yeah. That's awesome. Let me see how much time we have left here. Alright, so this has like 10 minutes before this runs out. Um, are there... Um, 
other genres that you might want to dip into with well, music? Okay, what I used to be really into, and I, I still love this kind of music. I like grew up on it. Is like you know rock. Like I loved Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I loved the Beatles. Uh, that kind of stuff and I always thought to myself if I ever do music I'm gonna do like something that's like rock or like grunge or like something like that um but then I was kind of taken on the path of doing uh you know the pop like hip-hop R&B like that type of route and honestly um just I I really do like the way that my voice sounds on on that kind of you know on those kinds of tracks uh, and I've kind of, I don't know, just built up my style with it. And so I'm kind of happy with keeping it like that. But eventually, you know, after a while, who knows? Because, you know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, sometimes you need a change. But I think well, I'm... Even if you have, you know, even if you have an alias, see, that's what's yeah. so cool. Because a lot of these bands, they'll have like like uh, Mike Patton of Faith No More. He's got like four or five different... Yeah. Projects and you can do where he's all these able, different yeah. styles and you're and able to, yeah. yeah. No, it's super neat. Like, I think, like, I always, I always say, um, if I'm, you know, got, I guess instead of putting it as an if, when I'm still in the industry, as like when I, when I'm like uh, 45 or something, I'm gonna age well. And I'm going to do a rap album under the pseudonym Fine Wine. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. So, that's good. That's, that's perfect. That's what I'm creating Look at that. for my future. I love it. You made a, a wonderful prediction. Oh, my God. It's going to happen. I'm going to be perfect. the next Kate Beckinsale, except for I'm going to be a rapper. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Fine Wine. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... I, I always say that as a joke, but I feel like I'm the type that's like fully willing to like carry out my jokes into reality. Yes, so, yes. Who knows? It might actually literally happen. Well, and that's a, you know Dan Aykroyd. One of the quotes he says is the uh, he goes, "I always like to say, wouldn't that be funny if you know?" And so when he creates stuff with people, it's always, "Oh, wouldn't that be funny if?" Or, "Oh yeah, wouldn't that be funny if?" So they're always. It's that absurdity, yeah. and they go, "Yeah, well, let's do that." And all you, you know, and that's what's so beautiful is that it just takes those who are willing to, you know, if you're in that kind of tribe, to go along with it. I've yeah. been watching so much Monty Python on, on Netflix, just going through all these seasons, and I love seeing how they collaborate together yeah. with each other. The absurdities, and they push it to the Yo. limit, and no one's going, uh, "Okay," uh, yeah, no, you know, no one's commenting on it. it. Yeah. They go along with it, and I love that. I respect that unapologetic absurdity. Yeah. Where they're not going, oh, the mailbox is talking. No, they're too busy talking to the mailbox yeah. to, to go, oh, do you see this? They're just too busy. And it's beautiful because you really pack, you unpack the imagination that way. Yeah. And I think when, when we do allow for those kinds of those kinds of crazy things to happen, those kinds of things show up. And um, like Yachtly Crew, we joke about, in the beginning, we joke about people who just look like celebrities out in the audience. Like we were at a, at a festival one time, and there was a guy out there who looked like Michael McDonald. And I go, hey, Phil, Phil, Michael McDonald's out there. He's like, hey, everybody, we got Michael McDonald in the audience. And it was just so cool. And then it turns out that they were friends. It turns out that the guy happened to be a big fan of Michael McDonald, and it turns out that they were friends with relatives of Michael McDonald. That's funny. So the fact that that just so happened at that moment. That's And so another funny. time they had a friend of theirs who showed up to the show and he's in a Neil Diamond tribute band. And they're oh. like, hey, look everyone, it's Neil Diamond. So in the beginning, we were joking about seeing celebrities in the audience. And I said, watch, it'll it'll get to the point where we'll see people out there in the audience where it's like, what, what the heck? And it's, it's interesting because now we're starting to see some of these people, you know, that I've seen on TV that I'm like, this is, this is crazy. So I was on the one side of the TV set, you know, watching these people and now you know I was being entertained by them and now somehow you find yourself in a project where they're being entertained by that you know the fact that Snoop Dogg appeared on your your song who knows who he's sharing that with or who's listening yeah. to that or how that's getting out there you know which then leads them to the, all the other cool stuff yeah you know and then they start doing investigating they start seeing seeing what else uh Carter, right? Yes. What, they have, start finding, oh, what, what other interesting projects has he worked on? Or, oh, who else has Blythe Baines worked with? You know, so they, they go down those paths, and there's something really exciting for people like that when they discover that type of stuff. Yeah. Let's see how many minutes do we have? 
Like six minutes. Cool. <laughs> so is there a, is there a particular spot where you want people to specifically find in your things or? Like, what do you mean? Like, if... well, like what what kind of things would you like to promote? Do you want to promote your Instagram? Do you want to? Um, yeah. If you guys want to follow my Instagram, it's at Blythe Baines, B L Y T H E B A I N E S. Um, I'm most active on Instagram. I would say, like, I have a Twitter. Don't use it as much as my Instagram. Um, I think Instagram is like the platform on which I've like really kind of, uh, you know, brought in like most of the people who listen to my music. So um, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple Music, um, I'm on, I don't know, just like all those things like Tidal, um, Pandora, like just, I don't know, if you just look up Blythe Baines, you'll find me. Diggle, ladies and gentlemen. Look up stuff about uh, manifestation too while you're at it, and um, it's real. <laughs> it's a real deal. It's a hundred percent real, you guys. You gotta check it out. It's 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 ha it's having to be willing to uh, look beyond the matrix, and I would say even if you have cable, just shut off your TV for a month and just see what kind of creativity comes out of you. Yeah, see how your life changes. Because honestly, like, you know, people can get so addicted to their television sets. They can get so addicted to Facebook. When you really free yourself from that and you get out into the real world and, like, you know, find those connections within people, within nature, uh, within art, like, that's when your life changes for the better. You know, be very proud of yourself with the stuff that you create and, and the kinds of people that you manifest into your life, too. Um, writing it down and seeing the seeing the breadcrumb trail as to how it comes about I think is a huge huge evidence gatherer in seeing those kinds of things which then excites you. This is Blythe Baines and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto.